I'm going to give you an improv prompt, and then we're going to start some improv, because we've joined the community theater, and Ilion and I have decided that improv is the future of this podcast. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> my name's Belcher. No, Good no, thing they didn't thing call is... me something mm. else. Mm. Mm. You're going to have to work on that one. <laughs> no, I'm, I think that I nailed it. That's. Scene. All right, fine. Let's go to the next improv scene. <laughs> oh, welcome to Rough Cut. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. May I ask why you're trying to wash an invisible dog, young man? What dog? That dog. Um, that's an interesting story. Isn't there some law against this? You know, the garage could use some cleaning, too. Did I say how much I appreciate you letting me cut the lawn? Anything for you, son. Belcher. Yeah. Nobody can forget me. Oh, no! Harry! Harry, come back here! I tell you, man, we live in a scary place. Somebody's got to be vigilant. It's a dangerous world out there. I was cleaning the house and the dog ran in. Oh, stuff over it. It's all gone. Oh my God! Did you just see that? Where's the dog? Let's just say you can't see it anymore. Special Agent Wolf. I'm Special Agent Fox. We're the FBI. Oh no! What did Ray do? Can't say that. It's uh, national security. Then get out there and find the formula before the FBI gets it. Harry! Harry! Hey, where are you? Grab the kids. You stole money from me, kid, and I want it back. He's chasing an invisible dog. <laughs> yes. I gotcha! Now go clean my room. And no more of this police detective stuff. <laughs> That's this movie. That is the entirety of this movie, is let's hop from one improv scene to the next while a small child makes... Well, sorry, the small child didn't make belch, fart, and vomit noises. They had stock mm -hmm. noises for that. They ADR'd in really shittily. Which, some would say that that improves the film. They would be wrong, but some would say that. Mainly the director slash writer of this film. Why why did we watch Dude Where's My Dog? Do you do you know why we watched Dude Where's because My Dog? Because it's a good family Christian film, boys. Mm, mm, and Lord mm, knows no, mm. they all need Jesus. No, all, everybody in this movie needs Jesus. You have no idea. <laughs> Fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so so Dude Where's My Dog is the first movie we've watched in the invisible dog genre of dog movies, which I know that sounds absolutely fucking stupid, and you're correct. <laughs> that is, and this is not the only Invisible Dog movie that we found, so... Woo. It's not even, like, the only two. It's, like, the only one of a dozen. Oh, my God. There is literally a genre of Invisible Dog movies. You know that this genre exists simply because some fucking hack was walking through the dollar store and saw those joke like stiff dog leashes mm -hmm. that you can do that's like 
as a prank to show that you've got an invisible dog and they were like, aha, what if I were to buy this and then I could do a shitty film and it would be cheap because I don't even need a dog. Well, I mean, so this whole movie's improv. Who's to say the the movie idea wasn't an improv prompt, right? It could have been. Uh, they they sit down and then start doing their improv class, and somebody's like, "Um, it's about your dog. What about my dog? It's invisible. <laughs> I'm the FBI. <laughs> yeah. it, uh, your dog's invisible. Sorry, I just had to be that guy for a moment." So everybody could feel like I do after watching this movie. <laughs> You're pretty good at this. So what about what's-his-face, the one guy, you know? <laughs> you said improv, and so I immediately had to insert myself awkwardly into You're the scene. You're also the and FBI. Change yeah, change the yeah. subject by laughing yeah, that's horribly. that's true, that's true. <laughs> no, no, FBI man, we're talking about an invisible dog. Oh, an invisible dog? Don't you mean the devil? Maybe he's chasing the devil. <laughs> Is that a joke? No, it's improv. It's worse than a joke. <laughs> what do you think he's chasing anyways? The devil. Everyone in this movie is a joke. Yeah. I... There is... Worse movies that we've seen... You want to know the real tragedy of this movie? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you the real tragedy of this movie. I don't think it cracks the top three worst movies that we've seen. No, this is not That's... near the, the worst movies we've ever seen, but it sure <laughs> feels like it. It felt like it, but it's not. And it, that makes me incredibly sad. Mm. This one has all of the hallmarks of a good, bad movie in that this is obviously, like, somebody's pet project and they thought that they were very good and clever and they are not <laughs> they're in extremely out of their league in every possible way this movie goes from awful to kind of funny to okay this could be like a cult movie to oh fuck it's just actually awful this isn't good at all <laughs> like wait mm -hmm. a minute it loops yeah. it goes in a perfect circle somehow Back to shit. The problem is, is that uh, the big problem with the movie, though, is that it does that, but it you go through that entire emotional arc in the first five minutes of the film, mm -hmm. and then you have another seventy minutes of film to watch. Mm -hmm. The biggest plus of this movie is that it is only about seventy seventy five minutes long, so that's good. I would say the biggest plus of this movie is that it ends. <laughs> Get out of here. Stop scratching the window. <laughs> Look, your cat's bastard. trying to tell you to leave. Just get out! I need yeah. out! They're talking about this movie! You let me out! Yes! <laughs> I need to escape! <laughs> okay, so the best part about this movie is that it ends. The worst part about this movie is that they have almost no dog in it. They use yes. the excuse of an invisible dog to just not have the dog. They show the dog twice in 30 minutes for about 20 seconds each, max. Yes. And then the rest of the movie is no dog. Correct. So we get maybe 30 seconds of cute dog. And the dog in real life is named Lucky Bear. The dog is so cute. And is like a black shibu inu mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm, dog mm -hmm, like it's got like that curled tail mm -hmm. and stuff like it kind of looks like that I, I don't know what kind of dog that would be if it's like a cross or what but 
Oh, it's got like the most big soulful eyes and this really, really cute curly tail. And you never see that dog again. Because <laughs> it's invisible. They wrote original music for this fucking movie. Like multiple original music scores. Yeah, yes. There's a Dude Where's My Dog song. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> it's uh, it's terrible. It whatever you think that it is, it's worse. It's worse, it's than, worse that. than that. Yeah, it's worse. I can't believe they're literally playing the entire song then, <laughs> Okay. I mean, they wrote it for a reason. Oh boy, I love this, like, fucking close-up fisheye lens that's supposed to be a dog. Well, all dogs... Lucky Bear as the dog. Yeah, all dogs have cool 90s skateboarding vision. <laughs> that's just the truth. I don't make the rules. Okay, so if you and I were to write a movie, mm -hmm. I don't even, I do want to talk about the movie, but if you and I were to write a film, and we called it Dude, Where's My Dog? Obviously a reference to Dude, Where's My, Dude, where's my car? Washing Machine Safe. Fuck, God. <laughs> no, no, there's no car. This is not a reference to Dude, Where's My Car. That would be too smart. <laughs> I, I don't think that they so, were trying to reference so, that. No, I don't know what they were going no, for. No, but but if you were going to make... So, Dude, Where's My Car uh, is a film about a stoner who gets really high and then wakes up and doesn't know where his car is it, and then goes on a road trip. It's the original Hangover. Find it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Hangover. So, so, Dude, Where's My Dog should be similar, right? They're, they... The kid overdoses on pixie sticks, wakes up in the morning, <laughs> like, covered in cats, and he's like, dude, where's my dog? That would make this film make sense and be fun, right? and might have an adventure and a plot. Yeah, no, it, it, things that this film movie. lacks. And, and then the kid meets a bunch of crazy characters along the way, like, stops at a, a western bar... And there's a, you know, a brawl that goes on, uh, runs up a building vertically. I'm talking about the Sonic movie again, aren't but, I? Wait a minute. Boyks, if they did all of that, if they put things like action yeah. and adventure in this film, then they would yeah. have less room to put in all of the awesome, witty banter that our writer-director is known for. Okay, you say witty bear. <laughs> but what he means is actual trash. <laughs> but, like, th this is the part where it has the hallmarks of being a good-bad movie in that every scene drags on for an extra two minutes because this director is incredibly out of their league and they think that they're very good at writing. And so every single person has, like, this back-and-forth banter with the other person. Like, it's basically a bunch of scenes of two to three people, and they sit there and they trade barbs mm -hmm. for a good two or three minutes every single time. But the barbs are... Like, ah, uh, it, it's... It matches at first. At first I thought that it... I was like, oh, okay, like, because it was kids talking. So it was originally uh, this one kid named Belcher, which... Boy, that'll be brought up a lot. 
and God, I know all the names in this movie. That sucks. Uh, Ray Underwood. I wrote is the notes other kid. and I don't know the kid names. Yeah, I. So Ray Un... Ray and Belcher are talking to each other, and they're they're doing like a, a little back and forth kind of thing about oh, you know, well. Do you think that that person committed a crime? They're like, yeah, she's a counterfeiter. And they're, like, making up stories about all the kids and, like, all the people that they're seeing on the street. Because mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. they're kids. And it kind of fits for children. Like, it's it's obviously unrealistic and still that it's, like, way too quick and snappy kind of th- I mean, not not quick and snappy, but it's... It's not accurate to real life, but it's got kind of that humor that kids have, right? And, like, that little bit of sensibility of it. It's too stilted to come off as genuine. But Yes, but, but it's, it still, it's it still matches, like, like, what a... Sure, but it still yeah. matches what, like, kids would say to each other in a way. Where they're sure. like, oh, like, you know, uh, my nickname's Bel... Like, my nickname Belcher, that's what I'm known for. Uh, and he burnt... Like, you know, like, that's, like, what shitty eight-year-olds would be like, eight to twelve-year-olds. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense that way. And I was like, okay, I this is fine for what kids are like. They're kind of little shitheads and stuff. But then the problem is, is that every adult does the same stuff in the movie. They all talk like they're eight. Like, I, I, I'm not joking either. They go to... His parents go to a wide foot shoe sales convention because that's what the dad does which takes place in a jewelry store i have to point out yes and he goes like he he keeps talking like oh well like they've got fat feet don't say fat though oh they hate it it's just this weird back and forth with his wife and they're awful and judgy to people that guy look at his feet he looks like a clown i don't make fun of that guy diane the guy's the biggest buyer of wide shoes in alabama sorry alabama have a lot of big fat wide feet dear oh yeah big fat wide bloated ones looks like they're walking on hams well you better go meet your fat feet people dear wide feet let's give them some dignity these Everybody in this show is the worst. All of them. I hate everyone. Yes. The FBI agents are maybe the worst. Oh, they're awful. The, yeah. The one guy is sitting there like, when the thief is chasing after the dog, who's now invisible, he's like, I think he's chasing the devil! <laughs> And I'm, that is literally his line delivery. It's that. Yeah, and even when the other one points out, well, like, oh, I think it's an invisible dog. Oh, I still think it's the devil. <laughs> You're hilarious. That's his laugh. Fuck. It's. <sighs> okay. So all of, and they're like, they're calling, they're like, huh, we should call her fat butt and stuff. But like, it's the adults talking. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why is this? This feels like it should be the eight-year-old protagonists, not the parents. What the fuck is going on? Well, and it's just everybody in this movie talks like that and acts like that. The director wrote 26 episodes of Family Matters, and if you can write Steve Urkel, you can write this movie. That's that's what I've learned today. So I feel... Okay, yeah. I feel like this has to be that this was... 
somebody that was he's like an executive too, right? Was he an executive uh, on that show? Because I feel like it's somebody that demanded maybe? writer's credits but didn't actually do any. Yeah, he's producer on yeah. Family Matters. Okay. So I feel like this is a producer that like would walk into the room and go like, what if Steve Urkel did a laugh there? And then was like, all right, give me a writer's credit. I think that's what it that is. It might be that, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. And then he was like, you know, I'm so funny. I've got 26 episodes of writer's credits on Family Matters. I'm going to do my own show. Yeah, he's co-executive producer on Family Matters is what it is. <sighs> so he he's writer on some of those episodes because he walked into the room and said, and what if, what if Urkel pushed up his glasses and went, <laughs> that'd be funny. And they went, Yes, thank you, sir. We'll put that in, sir. Have a good day. And then he walked out and he goes, Man, I'm really good at my job. And went home. He sucks. Fuck, this, <laughs> fuck the people on this movie. If you can't tell, I am angry at this movie. Like, this yeah. movie made me raging mad. The majority of our watch of this movie is dead silence. No, like, there's nothing to say. Yeah. Normally we try and riff on it or talk about what's happening, but this one was so fucking painful to watch. It is just long, like, ten minute stretches of dead silence where I thought that maybe you walked away, but then you would just sigh at something and I'm like, oh, okay, no, we're, <laughs> no, we're no, still we're, both here. We're it's both, just, this is both, that bad. Yeah, huh? we're both yep. just, just dead silent, staring at the screen, and then at some point I'm like, man, this is gonna suck, there's just gonna be nothing here, huh? <laughs> Yeah, yep, nothing to talk about. It has so many hallmarks for it to be something good, but it just... <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I I guess we should talk about some of the stuff that happens in this movie. I, I do, yeah, I do want to explain the loose plot. It's yes. extremely loose. But there are some interesting tidbits along the way. There are some things in here that outside of the context of this film, are kind of funny and yeah. just how terrible they are. Yes. Now. Like, this could have been a film like The Room if it was slightly less competent. No, that's yeah. not true. This movie's not competent. But... It's, it's, I mean, like, it's not. That's the thing. I don't yeah. know what it needs. I don't know. I don't it know needs what something. this movie's lacking. It needs something. Because, like, normally the problem with, like, a bad movie like this is that the actors aren't trying... Like, and, yeah. but the actors tried, and the actors are terrible. No, they fucking These are the worst actors we've ever had. Easily. So, the movie starts off with a cast member of Glee driving to... <laughs> I wish that that wasn't true. <laughs> driving to their secret laboratory in an office building slash tiled storage room... That they've covered the walls with plastic wrap and then turned it into a quote-unquote lab by mm -hmm. unfolding a plastic table and putting a bunch of beakers on it with colored liquid. Yes. I, I want to clarify a little bit, though, because this is something that I eventually clued in on. You were like, what is this room? Yeah. We found out later. It, it makes sense when they show it a couple of other times. Because, like, when they show her go into the safe and then, and, like, that area and mm -hmm. stuff, it's the garage. Oh, it's a garage. It's, it's the garage of the house. 
this whole fucking movie was shot in one location. <laughs> some, they, there some are two locations mansion. eventually because, like you said, there's the jewelry store. I actually forgot about that yeah, the when you mentioned store, that they went yeah. to the convention. I was like, holy shit, they had five seconds of that jewelry store. You're right. They yeah. did have a second location. So, but so, that is literally the only second location. Oh, and apparently oh she's my, science lady. Oh my god. Compound. Wait, what? The science lab. <laughs> oh my god. They just covered it Why in garbage bags. Why is she wearing, bags? like, Finally, going to see some the prop homeless person gloves then? I don't know. See them. Results. They just put a bunch of plastic wrap exactly on the wall. How much time called do it we have? <laughs> Seven yeah. minutes. That's the shittiest thing I've ever seen. Mixture. You'll have to wait till next year. Great. Cover the garage in plastic wrap and call it a laboratory. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, so our cast member from Glee shows up with a vial of red liquid, which is a invisibility potion that they show by covering a green tennis ball in the liquid and then green screening it because it's green and it's easy to green screen. I love I love that they use the tennis ball. I'm like, oh my god, that's great because it's the easiest thing to green screen. Yep. Sure, makes sense. That's cool. And then, right. for some reason, Italian Elon Musk just butts into the scene. He's like, oh, it's a me, Mamma Mia. I'm the janitor. <laughs> I'm gonna that's eat so the spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even kidding i can't wait to go home and taste your marinara that is a literal line from this movie hi mama it's me how's the papa's bunion is it doing okay so italians aren't like, really discriminated against generally anymore, but also, like, this movie feels like it is incredibly racist to Italian people, huh? It's a me, Italian Ilona Muska. I shoot a car into space and don't pay the taxes. I, as I said, the line that I said is literally his delivery and literally his words. That's that's the scene. Every time that he gets caught listening in, he's pretending to be the janitor. And whenever he's listening in on their conversation about their super secret classified invisibility formula, he covers it by going, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking to my parents on the phone. On the day from Italy. We, uh, we eat the marinara. Oh, yeah, the veal. Oh. Yeah, we uh, go to the Sicily and then jump on the Goomba. <laughs> it's like, it's so fucking bad. Fucking clueless. <laughs> I... So, so he's listening in on the number pad that one of the laboratory technicians is pressing to put the secret invisible formula away so that he can break into it later and mm -hmm. he does by <laughs> breaking into the, the laundry room and opening up the dryer <laughs> and then by safe cracking it 
I thought that this was a joke. I thought that they were doing this where they were like, oh, because the, they obviously were trying to make this guy like an inept clown. Yeah. And I thought, oh, okay, like this is an inept henchman guy. He goes over, he pulls out a stethoscope and puts it up against the fucking laundry machine. Yeah. And starts turning the knob and going like 14, 13, 27. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is like them joking and it's going to be like, what are you doing in the laundry? And then he's going to go over to the safe afterwards and crack it. No. Nope. No. no. No, he opens it. They have a glow inside. He pulls out the secret formula and the scientist lady comes back and goes, oh my God, someone broke into our safe. Because they think that people won't recognize a fucking laundry machine. Like, in a different movie, this would be the best shit ever. But I just hate it. <laughs> At the time, this was early on enough, yeah. I hadn't had my soul ripped from my body yet by had, how incompetent this film is. hadn't had your blood drained? No. <laughs> All of my blood squeezed out of me yeah, by yeah. the blood squeezing like machine? the blood squeezing yeah. machine, yeah. And honestly, <laughs> this was age. fucking great. This was amazing when it happened. So the kids are, are in the neighborhood, and they spy on all their neighbors, which we mentioned earlier, saying, hey, they're counterfeiters, they do evil things. So they're like, hey, it's our neighbor, that Italian guy. He's uh, the mobster. He does the Italian thing. <laughs> this movie? Okay, so it's really weird, right? Yeah. Would you think that, would you consider Italians to be a discriminated against minority? Not in modern day, but in, like, yeah. the 30s? Sure. Yeah. Maybe a little, like, maybe way back, like, in the 1830s, maybe. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, back a while, maybe, but not really now. This movie, I'm like, do they, are they just, I feel uncomfortable. It's un incredibly racist to Italian people. Oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> like, this, yeah. this guy does his, like, oh, I'm a meat, I eat the pizza and the matzo balls. And the kids see him and they're like, Oh, I bet he's a mobster because he's got a last name like that. And they start doing their Italian accents and shit too. And it's like, does this person just like really hate Italians? Is this, is this a thing? I'm gonna go on Twitter and say anime waifus to get all the evil people to like me. I'm Italian <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> it's, it's really fucked up how hard they go in the paint on Italian stereotypes. And they think that it's like funny or I something and it's hate just it. it's I hate awkward because it. i i'm like you know i don't i don't feel like this should be offensive but they're I, taking it so fucking far that my, it kind of is my grandparents are from like my great-grandparents they're from mm -hmm. sicily i am yeah. deeply offended by this shit it's fucked up it's <laughs> fucked up how hard they go in on it uh, they're calling him a terrorist and everything. Like the kids that are are spying on him, and mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, we spy on all of our neighbors and call them all evil because we're in a white gated community. Yeah. And then they just uh -huh. hold on that for like twenty minutes, and <laughs> oh, yeah, they really are too. They're in a mansion, like they're yeah. in a really nice house. The the guy who was the janitor who stole the formula is also in the exact same fucking mansion. <laughs> the exact same fucking nice mansion, but it's supposedly across the street, and but you can tell, like, they cut away, like, when the kids are looking yeah. out the window, it's done in two shots, right? Like, it shows yeah. the kids inside the window with binoculars looking out, and then it just shows from out on the lawn the guy doing his stuff, so they're, like, shooting it from the street, and it's like... 
oh, they just have one house and it's every location in this. It's the lab. It's the uh, janitor's house. It's the kid's house. It's uh, the evil lady. Mm -hmm. The backyard is her, Mm -hmm. like mansion but they only show the backyard because they ran out of rooms to shoot inside the house that would look different so they can't they have to just show like the back pool and stuff to make it look like she's out uh, in a different mansion yeah okay so the fbi shows up at the laboratory slash uh garage Garage. covered in plastic (laughs) wrap and and they're like hey we're the fbi (laughs) i make jokes that's oh. his, he's he's doing that voice the whole fucking time. And, his and, voice is possibly the most obnoxious thing I've heard in my entire life. Yeah, it's it's that guy and his partner Chris Tucker from Rush Hour. In a no no no, that's not fair. He's in a different movie. He's serious. He doesn't say any yeah. jokes. There is actually in one of my in one of the very few things that I really enjoyed in this movie is they did fake outtakes at the end, or mostly fake outtakes. They kind of switch back and forth between fake outtakes and real ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one of the real outtakes is somebody trying to ad-lib a scene with him in it, and he goes, just say the line. And they kept that in there as, like, a fake joke outtake. But I'm like, no, he's actually frustrated. He's he fucking just wants mad. To go. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that just wants That out. dude was one of the only people in the film actually fucking trying. Like, real talk. Yo. Much to say. You've been working there for a couple months. Yeah, just you know, sweep it up. You love the test monkeys, poop, and uh, get to the point. Yes. That is not at. That's just, wow. <laughs> get to the fucking point. He's just actually angry. He just wants to go home and get his paycheck. So they're they're talking to the laboratory technicians. They're like, "Hey, we're the FBI. Uh, what happened? Somebody stole our thing. What did they steal? Uh, that's high clearance. Oh, well, I have that clearance. Why do you have clearance, but I don't? Because we need the. What's your clearance? A one. What's your clearance? B <laughs> three. Why do you have higher clearance than me? Oh. Uh, well, what was it that they stole? An invisibility potion. Yeah, and if somebody got it, they could take over the world or, like, kill a bunch of people. Huh. Or I could sneak into the ladies' locker room. Oh, I didn't mean oh, that. Oh, God. Right. Uh, no, not that I would think that. It's bad guys that would think like that. These two FBI agents bicker constantly. They do. Everybody does. Everybody, Everybody does in this movie. Like, like that's the, their they're thing. They're sitting in a car later, and and the scene is just literally like, "Hey, why didn't you invite me to your baby shower? I fucking hate you." Hey, you want to go take a nap? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, your wife is having a baby. I feel like I am already. Maybe I'm too forward, but you think I'm invited to the baby shower? No. <laughs> why not? Because I don't like you. Right. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So I was thinking, <laughs> well, um, security footage tracked this vehicle to this neighborhood. It didn't go anywhere else. I show 2040 is somewhere in here. So we can You know, we'll get Mr. That line was delivered so bad, it made said, it ten times funnier. Whoever he's working with. Yes! Yeah. That's the joke. Yeah. Oh, he goes, okay. because I hate you. And he goes, <laughs> And it's like, yeah, I hate him too. Yeah. Good, good call. <laughs> Correct. 
don't invite this man anywhere. One of the kids lets their dog out the front door, uh, which is Lucky Bear, which is an incredibly cute dog. And mm-hmm. we get the the worst fucking shit. That, and the dog, dog runs out of the house and out of the movie. Out of the film. But we get Shaky Dog Cam, which somebody fucking put their name... There were three people that worked on that Shaky Dog Cam. And that yep. thing was fucking awful. It made me motion There was sick. a whole production company that had their name attached to it. Holy shit. So the dog runs to the neighbor's house, which is our Italian Elon Musk, which is the same house, and eats a hamburger that's covered in spilled invisibility liquid and becomes invisible, and then runs away. In the meantime, we did get the the scene of the robber guy doing his shtick, which it was him being inept the whole time, and he was, like, pulling cables out to pack mm, because yeah. he needs to pack his house to leave for some reason because he needs to get away with the vial, but he trips over all the cables, and then he... In another stunt, quote-unquote, he picks up all the pillows in the house... And is going to pack them, and he trips and falls and does a somersault. And it was painfully obvious the reason they had him pick up all the pillows and only the pillows is because there was no other way for this man to do a pratfall than to have a bunch of pillows to land on. Yeah. It ruled. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. So the kids decide that they're going to try and find their dog by luring it with more burgers. At the same time, our evil henchman, Italian Elon Musk, calls his, uh, Cuban? Girlfriend? I don't know. Something? Latino. Latino, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Calls her and is like, hey, uh, I got the serum, but a dog ate it. Oh, that sucks. Um, well, we're gonna have to kill that dog, drain all of its blood, and then use that as the serum for the next thing that we want to do. So let's get that dog and fucking drain its blood. Yeah, let's go. Just ring it out. They don't even say drain, though. They said we're going to squeeze the dog. Yeah, we're, we're going to squeeze all the blood th- out of the dog. There's a Twitter account, which is just people holding food and then crushing it. They're going to do that yes. to this fucking dog. <laughs> just drain it. Holding blood dogs out. with force. <laughs> That's what their plan is. Yes. Yes. Uh, so in the meantime, Italian Elon Musk kidnaps Belcher and takes him back to his home, which is the same home that everything gets shot in, and starts questioning him about where the dog is, and then they bond over Boy Scouts for some reason. He ties the kid up, and the kid goes, looks at the knot, and he goes, oh my god, it's not Boy Scouts, though. It's legally distinct. Legally distinct Boy Scouts. Yeah, Scout World. Scout World. Oh, you go to Scout World, too? Did you ever make it to to Weevil? No, I didn't. They didn't like me. And they sit there, and they have this witty banter for three minutes. Every scene is Every scene everybody is... going back and forth <laughs> bickering with witty banter. So, Belcher doesn't tell him shit. So, he goes in another room, grabs a small chest... Puts it on the table. Opens it up. This was actually a really good joke. Yeah, he opens up the small chest and inside, an even smaller chest. <laughs> Puts it on the table. And then he opens that one up. And there's a smaller chest. <laughs> he fucking, he Petrushka dolls this fucking chest. 
It's really good. It's the one good joke. And then, this is an actual joke with a setup and a payoff, and I yeah. fucking loved it. This one was great. But it doesn't pay off because the inside is just a fucking inhaler. It's an inhaler. Well, okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure. It immediately goes back to fucking asinine bullshit, and it's stupid. But, like, for a brief moment there of him... Just, like, pulling chest out of chest out of chest out of chest until he gets to this tiny little, like, nasal spray is actually pretty great. So the nasal spray is apparently truth serum, which he applies to Belcher. And at the same time... I don't want to gloss over it. It's really fucking stupid that it's nasal spray. And he... The kid points it out. The movie points out how stupid it is. He goes, what are you going to do? Clear my sinuses? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's this looks fucking dumb, correct. Why why are you pointing out how dumb it looks? Get so, a syringe, you dolts. So the FBI agents show up at the mansion that everybody lives in, and they're like, hey, uh, you work at that laboratory, right? We have to ask you some questions about a missing thing that was stolen today. Uh, while Belcher is there, untied, because he untied the knot. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then they do a zany scene where Belcher and Italian Elon Musk are, like, talking to each other, but trying to be discreet about the whole kidnapping situation. <laughs> I'm your, I'm his son! Oh, I love you, Dad! I love you, too! And they're holding on to each other, and then he kicks him in the fucking nuts. Yep. Which, God, I would have loved to have done that myself. Uh, and then Belcher gets away. And he goes, ah, oh, my matzo balls. Oh, yeah, no, my... I'm Italian Elon Musk. Oh, he, he nailed me in my matzo balls. My, my meatballs. I'm going to have to go on and file the libel suit to you. Uh, I'm Italian Elon Musk. <laughs> Fucking Christ. So, Belcher gets away. The FBI agents are like, this dude's totally fucking evil, right? He's doing some shit. We should arrest him. What should we do? Absolutely nothing. Let's leave. No, no. They say we should arrest him. Ah, we know where he lives. Let's go take a lunch break. (laughs) That's... Yes. No. And of course, like, again, the child is there, kidnapped. The police show up at the door, and the child, for no reason at all, covers for the bad guy? Whatever. It's... Why? I don't give a shit. No, it's but it's so, just so unbelievable. Like, yeah, I don't know. It it's frustrating. All of it is so fucking frustrating. It would be okay if there was like something so stupid in there, but it's it's just dumb. I don't know. So Elon, yeah. uh, Italian Elon Musk, not regular Elon Musk, <laughs> finds the invisible dog and is running around at a playground, which was also nearby. And uh-huh. is just doing dumb shit while the FBI agents watch him with the cameras. Like, he's doing some dumb shit. He's chasing after something, right? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, he's chasing the devil. And, and he, that was that whole scene. He catches the dog, uh, Lucky Bear, who's invisible, who isn't actually at the scene because they didn't fucking put the dog in the movie. And then they have... This an... is one of the few things that somebody was uh, around this movie was smart about. Whoever owned that dog saw what they were doing and was like, you can't have my dog anymore after the first day of filming. And so then they had to film around that and they never showed the dog again. He catches the dog and they have an incredibly graphic dog pissing on his face scene. Yes. 
which I think was supposed to be funny. Maybe it's the acid piss from uh, <laughs> We could only hope the man's best friend. Uh, and then the dog gets away, and the kids just kind of find Lucky Bear, because he just kind of comes up to them. He's like, "Hey, I'm an invisible dog. I love you." Yeah, he comes home. Yeah, and then like, things, at at the exact same just second, resolve. no, but at the exact same second, the FBI also shows up. It's like, "Hey, what are you doing with that invisible dog?" They just yes. they just there. They just no. They just okay. Yep. They just know that the dog's there. And then they have a big... I, I wish that everyone could see all of the improv and stuff that's around them doing... Like, it really does feel every scene like it's community theater improv. Most of the time, the actors are breaking. Like, there are people in the background of every scene that are laughing um, as if this is funny. And, like, trying to flub their... Like, they're flubbing their lines constantly... You can tell that almost all of it's ad-libbed, um, and it's incredibly painful. They're very inconsistent about, like, where the dog is or what size it is and stuff. Like, the FBI agent pick up this dog, and it we're talking about, like, a Shibu Inu kind of dog, like, that size. Mm -hmm. And he picks it up like it's, like, a small, like, spaniel or something. Or like a chihuahua and or something. Yeah, it's way too it's small. Like, what the fuck is going on and they just leave it they don't give a shit about it but yeah the uh the fbi just shows up they're like hey what about that invisible dog that you're trying to wash and like oh what invisible dog you know we can arrest you right you can't arrest kids kid we're the fbi we can do whatever the fuck we want <laughs> yeah they say that which i was actually like i i said that first i'm like whatever they can do what they want they're like the fbi doesn't give a shit about law they're the fucking cops they're assholes and then he goes we're the cops we're assholes we can do what we want and i went all right fair enough yeah, all right, <laughs> yeah, nailed yeah. It. so they go they go to arrest the kids and they're carrying the invisible dog and then the bad guys show up for some reason and they spray water on the fbi agent's faces which puts them to sleep. And then they abduct the kids by safely seatbelting them into the backseat. <laughs> by safely seatbelting into the backseat. And then they're like, oh, wait, wait, fuck. We have to have an invisible dog in this car, too. And there's no more room. So they zoom in on the kid's hand that's next to the seatbelt. So it's just a shot of, like, yeah. one kid's leg... And the other kid's leg next to it with like an inch of space between them and his hand. And then they go I have never like, over it. Like they put dog noises over it. Like the dog is sitting there. I have never seen a movie kidnapper care so much about the automobile safety of their kidnap victims. <laughs> it's just like the... <laughs> I looking at this movie in the rearview mirror, it's becoming funnier to me. It is. It is. <laughs> Experiencing it was misery, but like talking about it, it is it's so, fucking baffling. So they drive them around for five minutes of real time. 
And then, yeah. and then they wind up in the backyard pool of the house they were already at, which is the yeah. villain's lair. Yeah. <laughs> but they can't show inside of the house, because if they show inside of the house, then you'll know. You'll, they'll have realized they ran you'll out of know. space because they had to have one set be the lab, one part of it be the kid's house, and one part of it be the robber's house, and they run out of rooms inside. <laughs> Yep. So, <laughs> so they now have to just shoot it all outside by the pool. I guess. So it's fucking incredible. Italian Elon Musk, Latino boss, uh, introduces herself as the villain, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, she even. She, I'm the bad guy. Yeah, I'm the bad guy. Oh yeah, yeah. That that adds up actually. <laughs> hmm, me. I'm the bad guy. Well, that's pretty straightforward. Why, thank you. You're welcome. And now I'm going to drain all of the blood out of your dog. So, so, so they're like, okay, now let's get the blood pressing machine that will suck all the blood out of your invisible dog. It's a paint, like, what? It's like a paint sprayer, right? Something, yeah. Like, I think it's a pressurized paint sprayer. Something I'm they just, that just had lying around already. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah. And and Belcher's like, okay, I might have to use the secret weapon. Are you going to use the secret weapon? Let's do it. But it'll be okay, I guess. I want to set this up a little bit more. There was a man that she called in to help clean up the mess who was dead silent and had not said a word in this movie and just sat behind everybody with his arms crossed as Correct. the muscle, I guess. Yeah. And I had told you... A bunch of times I'm like, you know, there's one actor in this movie that I really respect, and it's this man who has made sure that he had no lines in this film whatsoever, and he would just take his paycheck and fucking leave. And then he fucked it all up. Right. So so Belcher <laughs> shits his pants. This might get ugly. Why? I had Indian food last night. <sighs> Like, for him to say that sixth grade is a while back means that he's way older than twelve, which is great. My face is burning. Yeah. I can't imagine the sixth grader is so Never mind, this guy did not have the right idea. No, they gave him a line. What is that awful smell? This is terrible in here. What the fuck? I would also drown myself in the <laughs> you fart like a god. I was gonna say bear, but I'll take god. Let's get Harry, come on. Yeah. Which causes a caustic gas to come out and burns not only this man's face, but his eyes. Oh my god, my like eyes are the, melting! Like, oh, the skin... The skin is bubbly. <laughs> And his face is peeling off. And he literally his line is my eyes are melting and, and stuff. And he's just mm. fucking playing it up in the worst way. And he jumps into the pool, uh, goes underwater, and then dips his feet down like he drowned. But then in the next scene, we just see him like wading through the water and he's fine. 
He's like he's like doggy paddling to stay yeah. up while trying to pretend like he's, like he's unconscious slash dead. Yeah. yeah. What an idiot. But he, he can't float because he's wearing his clothes, so he yeah. has to like still swim a little. And it's then the, really F- the FBI agents who woke up just show up and they're like, we've resolved the situation. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. arrested now or whatever. Well, before, just a, a second before that, too, before the FBI agents even show up, he shits his pants and only the one guy reacts like this. Yeah. And then every, all the two other villains are fine. And the kids go like, let's run. And she goes, oh my God, don't turn me in. I'll give you money if you don't turn me in. And it's like, there's three eight-year-olds and two of you. Just grab the kids. Yeah. Why are they leaving? Why didn't they get tied up? You said you were going to kill them. Just fucking shoot them. Like. No, they didn't have any anyway. guns. Anyway. Nobody in this movie had a gun, which. No, nobody in this movie had anything. It's. Yeah. Okay, so. They didn't have money for props, boys. They, that would have cost no. something. So the FBI agents take them back home in another five-minute car ride to the exact same fucking house. Mm-hmm. Because they're rushing to get them home before their parents notice that they were gone. Because there's this whole subplot about their parents being fucking awful and abusing this child. And... You're not joking. Like, it's pretty incredible how awful the mom especially is to her child and everybody else. And they bring them home They get kicked out of the... Just just a second. They get kicked out of their... He's a... Wide foot sales shoe salesman, apparently. I don't know. And she goes to the convention, and the shots they have of her is like, Oh my god, look at how fucking disgusting that person is. They're like a fucking clown. Oh my god, I hate them. They're they're bloated and disgusting feet. They're just the worst. I hate them. They're evil. And he goes, Those are my customers. Maybe don't do that in front of them. And the plot is that they got kicked out of the convention because she told somebody this to their face. She's the real hero. She is white. She's the... She, no, 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 she's you don't the understand. worst. You don't understand. She is literally white suburbia, which is where they are living, except in a oh, gated yeah. community in L.A. Yeah, she's the physical embodiment of white she, suburbia. She moms. is You're the right. physical embodiment of Karen. God, she's... Yes. Yes. I don't know what her name is, but she's absolutely Karen. She's absolutely Karen. She is the amalgamation of all of, like, the collective unconsciousness of every Karen in the universe. Fit down into this one shriveled old white woman. So about the invisible dog situation. Uh, (laughs) After the kids get home with the invisible dog, the dog just isn't invisible anymore, and it fixed itself. Yeah, they go, oh my god, how are we going to explain this to my parents? I lost the dog. And then the dog just suddenly rematerializes into the physical plane. And then the parents come home and they start abusing their child again by saying, you fucking worthless human being. You didn't even take the dog to the vet like we told you to. You absolutely... And the FBI knocks on the door and is like, hey, we're here. Which, just a second, I just want the kid at one point when they were doing that, like, why didn't you take the dog to the vet, you little shit, you irresponsible yeah. piece of shit? I wanted him to go, I'm eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but the FBI. What, the FBI What eight year old takes their dog to the vet while their parents are gone? These these parents are negligent assholes. So yeah, Kevin Farley. I said yeah. that about you. 
Oh, damn it. It's... And Chris Farley's like, Wait, brother. But yes, it is in fact Chris Farley's brother. One of these rose to slightly higher heights than the other. So yeah, the FBI shows up. Uh, the parents are like, what did our little Tommy do? I don't know if that's his name, but I'm going to imagine the kid was a Tommy. It's Ray. Okay, whatever. What did our little Ray do? Oh, well, he saved the world. <gasps> what? My child did that? Yeah, you see, your neighbor was actually a master criminal. Oh! <gasps> In our white-gated neighborhood. She says that. <laughs> that. She's literally that offended. She goes, oh my god. In here where it's all good people? You mean he's not like, an awful, shit. terrible child I should abuse every day? She's upset by this. Like, she's very literally, her character is like, well, but... But he did something wrong, right? Why is he in trouble? And they go, well, she's not. he's not in trouble. He he helped us. And then she goes, well, well, how? Didn't he do something wrong? And they go, no, that's classified. We can't talk about that. And she's like, uh, I guess there's gotta I have be, to there's thank gotta be you? something I can do to beat this child. Yes. Her answer to all of this is she goes, I, I, I guess I should thank all of you then? Like, Maybe. she's upset that she can't be mad at her kid. Fucking sucks, man. It fucking it, sucks. And then for some reason, we drive to a Barnes and Noble in downtown LA for five minutes, and then the movie ends. Yeah, they they show a shot of the kids walking away with music playing, like we are supposed to care that these kids are walking off into the sunset, and they hold on it for a good like two minutes of these kids just walking around a boulevard. I don't know why. And then the credits show up, and they're disconnected from anything else. It just shows them walking around town. So, uh, yeah. Because they had to pad an extra two minutes on this fucking 70-minute runtime. That's Dude, Where's My Dog, huh? Yup. Well. It's another one of those films that sounds so much better in retrospect. And like I said, I'm actually, like, in retrospect, I'm kind of laughing at just how bad this movie is and how much everybody really believed in it. Like, I actually think a, a lot of the actors, we said that we they didn't try, but I don't think that that's true. I, I would say that the, like, the second FBI agent, is, <laughs> he's mm. trying. He's just incredibly bad at it. Like, most of the actors, I think, are trying very hard. They're just incredibly incompetent. Yes. So, like, that's the hallmarks of a good, bad movie. But this movie's so bad, it, it, wraps it enters back around. the weird zone of it's bad again. Yeah, how does it... Hmm. It should be good. This movie should be a good, bad movie. It has everything going for it to be that way. It's got a bunch of supremely confident but untalented people doing very dumb shit in the worst ways. But it's just bad instead of being good, bad. It's just bad, bad. And I don't know why. It's a tragedy. Yeah. It really is. This movie had potential to be, like, something special for being so awful. But it just ends up being so awful. Well, let's rate, let's rate the dog, right? Uh, Lucky Bear. Lucky Bear is incredibly excited to be around people, loves eating food, loves good pets, and has a very innocent charm that needed way more than 30 seconds of this film. I would rate Lucky Bear a 12 out of 10. 
I'm gonna give Lucky Bear a man's best friend acid piss on a janitor's <laughs> Elon Musk's face. <laughs> I Italian Elon Musk's face. The only thing that scene needed was his oh, face. My face. Oh no! It, it's like a marin hot marinara sauce yeah. coming down my face. Oh no! I am Lucky melting. Oh, oh me, poor Elon Musk. Oh. I can't believe they just keep doing that. They just keep doing that. <sighs> so, are you ready That's to... That's rough cuts. Yeah, are you ready to join a improv class? That's the real question here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this has sold me on my community improv class, because I, yeah. I, too, could then be in a movie with Chris Farley's brother, apparently. I think that they all had about five minutes at the community improv center, and then they got kicked out. <laughs> they got kicked like, out. I don't know a community improv center that would actually accept any of these people. They're that bad. It's great. I've uh, been to community improv. These people make it look like it's incredibly talented. I can't uh, believe how bad these actors are. Like, it's... I almost want people to watch this movie, except you had to pay $5 to watch it. I had to pay $1 more than Amazon asked for every other fucking movie. Every other movie is $4. Like, real movies are $4 to rent, and this one was 5 <laughs> By the way, we have a Patreon. You should give us money so that Voigts doesn't have to keep shelling out money <laughs> for fucking Italian Elon Musk's improv classes. <laughs> I can't believe I got bought into that scam of of a twelve you know session improv class. I need to see the behind the us. scenes move. I need to see the behind the scenes movie of this because I feel like it's another bad movie of like somebody doing a scheme to try and save the community improv center. Ah! <laughs> they fail. Wait, they... how are we going to save the community improv center? I know. We'll do an invisible dog movie. This movie had to have been What made... can you do? I can do an Italian accent. Hear me. Oh, he kicked me in my matzo balls. <laughs> like this movie had to have made at least maximum $50, right? 10 people rented this fucking trash and we're one it of them. To, Yeah, it must have made about $50, but the budget had to be about 10, so they made like a $40 profit. It couldn't have been a $10 budget. There were like a hundred people on this fucking movie. Yeah, but they had one scene. They had one location, though. <laughs> the director's house. Yeah. They used... But, boys, they used the washing machine as a save. They did. They did. They used I, the wash... This I movie didn't have a budget, that, my friend. I kind of appreciate that. Let's be honest. <laughs> that one was the best possible scene. I kept on, like... Going like, no, this has to be a joke though, right? This but this has to be a joke though, right? Well, like, when's somebody gonna come in here and let him know that it's a washing machine? Because they've gotta know what they're doing, right? And they never no. did. <laughs> they no. Never did. They don't know they what they're doing. They never do it. That scene alone is kind of saves this movie because it's so unbelievably dumb that it it's incredible. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Then it's bookcase, bookcase by him going like, "Oh, I love the marinara sauce." Is something that really kind of just mm. really sets it apart. Just, just chef kiss. <laughs> that's some more. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's rough cuts, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tweeting out and retweeting the podcast, uh, mentioning it to any of your friends, family. Improv yeah. classes. <laughs> Bring this to your local community improv center and show them our. This is this is actually our audition tape for your local uh, 
for yeah. this is my audition tape for your local improv classes. I my matzo balls, like you know, just go ahead and play yeah. that a few times. And, yeah. Uh, then you can put me in whatever shitty movie you want with uh, Family Matters executive producers. I'm I'm good. I can I can do it. You too can be in a film with Chris Farley's brother, a Glee castmate, and. <laughs> The and the writer for 26 episodes of Family Matters. Yes. Ooh. Oh, boy. Uh, but, yeah. Thank you again. We will catch you next time. From here on out, we're going to disappear from this fucking episode. I'm out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no more. <laughs> Good night. No. Are you feeling used? Yes! Sad? Get married! Are you depressed? A little bit! Just how I like it! Get to it! I don't... I'm a little conflicted about this You right are now. still talking! Get on with it! That is... That is this movie! That is how I felt this whole time! Thank you. Somebody summed it up. <laughs>